Hey everybody, welcome back to Student Pilot Cast, this time for episode 19, Tour to Phoenix. We'll talk about my first night flight, my first flight into Class Bravo, and my first flight with landings at other controlled airports. Oh yeah, and it's all the same flight. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4121 Tango, it's a Chandler Air Service, we have Sulu, and uh, we'd like a south departure please. Okay, student pilot cast listeners, today's episode covers a really cool flight. As I said in the intro, this is my first night flight. I was excited. This was also my first flight into Class Bravo airspace, in this case, the Phoenix Class Bravo. It was also the first time I'd be flying into other controlled airports. Basically, it was a lot of firsts, and I couldn't wait. This wasn't a cross-country, per se. We didn't go far enough for that. But it did basically take us all around the Valley of the Sun, thus the title, Tour to Phoenix. I'll give you a quick overview of what we did. We'd start by leaving Chandler about 8.30 or so. We'd head west toward Firebird Lake. Then after getting clearance through the Phoenix-class Bravo airspace, we headed up to North Phoenix to Deer Valley Airport and did a stop-and-go. By the time we were off the runway at Deer Valley, all of the Class Delta airports were closing, so the rest of the night we were landing at airports that were no longer being controlled by towers. That said, we headed over toward Scottsdale and overflew the field, then on to Falcon Field in Mesa, where we did another stop-and-go, and then headed a few miles down to Phoenix-Mesa Gateway Airport, which is a converted Air Force base, so it has three parallel, really long, like 11,000 by 150-foot runways. And after 9 o'clock, it has no tower. So that was, pretty, that was a pretty cool experience. I could have probably done about three stop-and-goes on each time around the pattern because the runways were so dang long, but I didn't, mostly because there was someone else in the pattern sharing the same runway with us. After doing a few stop-and-goes at Gateway, we headed back about six miles or so to Chandler and landed. It was a really cool flight, and I'll get into more details as we go along here, but I wanted to give the overall night so you could follow along. Also, I'm going to do only half the flight in this episode. The flight was longer than a normal lesson, so I'm going to break it up a bit. Okay, so let's get started with the flight. After getting situated, we tuned in the ATIS and then made the ground call as we began taxiing to the runway. Because we would be heading into the Phoenix Class Bravo airspace and transitioning, and then immediately making a succession of landings at other Class Delta airports around the valley, I would need to stay busy to stay ahead of the airplane, especially as it pertains to the radio. And we got a six, we got a... Chandler Tower Information Victor, time 0247 Zulu, wind 220 at 15, weather better than 5005, temperature 35, dew point 01, altimeter 2961, visual approaching use, landing and departing runways 22, left and right. No TAM, caution four multiple obstructions in the vicinity of Chandler Airport, up to 310 feet AGL. Advise on initial contact, you have Victor. Chandler Ground, uh, Cherokee 4122 Tango is at Chandler Air Service. Uh, we'd like a eastbound departure, please. I'm sorry, westbound departure. And we do have information, Victor. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Chandler Ground, taxi to runway 22 right via taxiway Alpha November. Taxi to 22 right via Alpha November, Cherokee 22 Tango. Yeah, and you can see the yellow line out there. Of course, there's not, well, there's a few planes out here. Yeah, just stay on the yellow line. You won't have any problem. Let's go ahead and put that on remote. Nav one. 
I used the DME and put it on the remote RMT over here and slaved it to nav one right here. Okay. We're mainly using it for distance, right? Distance, yeah, exactly. Again, we're just going to try to think ahead and get information ahead of time so it helps with the workload on the radio. Yeah. It's just a busy time. Once you've done it once or twice, it gets a little easier to do when you start getting your frequencies and a system on how you want to do it. After the run-up, I was ready to take off on my first night flight, headed into airspace I'd never been in, and landing at a handful of airports I'd never landed at. Man, I was excited. Um... So should I turn the landing light on for... Yeah, go ahead and turn okay. the landing light on when you're ready to go. Let me As a matter of fact, when you're ready to go, there's nobody here, so let's put the strobes on. I'll close up here. Okay. One, two, six, one, calm one. I'll keep that. Still I don't want to shark to get in your way there, but I'll leave it right there for a moment. All right. She's just doing touch and go, so... Wait for a second. I think he might do a taxi back like he did last time. Is that what he... Oh, that's probably what I he was I think that was the one who... Yeah, you're right. He's doing night currency, so he's doing them to a full stop, I guess. Oh, yeah. I can't really move forward much without encroaching, so I'm just going to yeah, wait until okay. he turns yeah, off. He's turned. So okay. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4122 Tango is ready to go at 22, right? This 27 Golf, I'm in this frequency taxi room, way 22, right? Golf rides remain this frequency. Taxi back. Cherokee 4122 Tango at the channel tower at the field boundary. Proceed on course runway 22 right. Clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff 22 right. Cherokee 22 Tango. Okay. Thing looks good. Our speed's moving. And we were off. We headed toward Firebird Lake, which is a visual checkpoint for Phoenix Sky Harbor. It only takes a couple of minutes to get there, and then we get cleared into the Class Bravo. Depending on which direction traffic is landing at Sky Harbor, we use either the east or the west transition, and we get cleared for one or the other. We use that to get to the north side of the airport. We also had to be ready to get the ATIS to Deer Valley quickly after we left the Class Bravo and then get cleared to land there. But before all of that, I had to make my first ever call to Phoenix Approach, or to any approach facility for that matter. We were approaching Firebird Lake, so I made the call. On the initial call, I failed to mention the checkpoint we were over, but I did say we wanted to transition south to north, which almost implies that. Larry, my instructor, wanted me to clarify because the controller gave me a different frequency for approach than normal, but before I could make that call, the controller asked me a follow-up question that allowed me to clear it all up. Here's that conversation. I'll let it play a bit as we pass over Sky Harbor, with Larry showing me some of the visual keys that I can use to find my way across in the dark. Phoenix approach, Cherokee 4122 Tangos, 3,500 feet. We'd like to transition to the Class Bravo airspace uh, from south to north. 4122 Tangos, change mark frequency 120.7. 120.7, Cherokee uh, 22 Tango. Uh, I hope he understood where we're at because normally we're at 123, but tell him we're over Firebird Lake. Go ahead and call him again. Tell him forward, Phoenix Approach forward, 412 Tango. Tango, say destination and type aircraft. We are a uh, 
Cherokee 160, uh, Warrior, and our destination is Deer Valley. We're over Firebird Lake currently. Very good. That'll do it. Number 4122 Tango, Squawk 5337, NIDEN. Squawking 5337, and we'll Seven. There you go. Nope. Yeah, yeah, you guess you got it. Didn't yeah. brighten up, didn't brighten up though. No. Remember 412 to Tango Ritter, contact at Firebird Lake. Phoenix out to Ritter 2961. Clear to Phoenix Class 12 airspace of VF. Proceed northbound, east transition. Maintain VFAR 3500 while in Class 12 airspace. We'll transition uh, south to north uh, on the east. And uh, we'll maintain 3500. Okay, that's the lowest they ever had. I remember 30608. Okay, now I saw the beacon for Sky Harbor. There's a freeway right here, back actually, and you're going to stay a little bit this side of the freeway, so keep turning. Oh, almost 608. Expect directed We are flying off the east end of the airport, and if you looked at the, we looked a little more carefully at the Bravo. That's going to turn now. That's okay. That freeway turns this way and then goes north. I know it is. We're not going to around. We're just going to use it as a reference to go off the east end of the airport. Oh, okay. Look out over the nose. There's Sky Harbor off there. I want to go off the east end. I don't see it. Yeah, there's a lot of flashing lights there. You got to. Yeah, I just saw oh, the I'm, beacon. I'm too high, Tim. I just saw the beacon, by the way. It's a little bit to the left of the nose. Just above, you see a dark area where the mountain is? Look a little bit above it, and you saw a flashing white light. Oh, yeah. And a flashing white. I don't know if I saw the green. It seems... Green. The green is very, very dim. Yeah, it seems very low. Okay, so one of the realizations I made that night, at least in the area I'm flying, it's very difficult to find the airports at night and to pick out the beacons in the middle of the city lights. Larry told me that in the Midwest, where he's done a lot of his flying, the beacons were much brighter for some reason, which I was able to verify a couple of months later when I flew to Oshkosh. I flew commercially into Milwaukee at night, and I found it very, very easy to pick out all of the general aviation airports out there as we flew by. But in the Phoenix Valley, the airports, for my untrained eye, were very hard to find. And I had kind of expected it to be pretty easy, Maybe too much power is being used for air conditioning or something around here because it's so dang hot. I don't know, but whatever the cause, it took some focus. Okay, so once I was established on the transition at the right altitude, in this case 3,500 feet, or about 2,000 feet above the ground, it was incredible to watch the big airliners landing and departing just below us. The airport, which is pretty large, looked small from our vantage point, which also surprised me a little bit. I guess it shouldn't have, but it did. These are the things that seasoned pilots probably forget what it was like when they were first doing something. So as we passed over and headed north of the Class Bravo airspace, we were released by approach and sent on our way to Deer Valley. I'll let this play from just before we were released because you'll hear Larry trying to explain to me how to find the airport. Pretty uh, comical because I'm sitting there thinking, why can't I see it? And I'm sure Larry was pretty much thinking the same thing. I finally got it and we headed over toward it. We still had approach tuned in, so I apologize for all of the voices kind of stomping over the top of us. Uh, 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 radar service is terminated. Maintain the present beacon code. Kind of gave it tower one two four point seven five. Number four one two two Tango, leaving class Bravo airspace. Proceed on navigation to Deer Valley. Squawk VFR, radar service terminated for exchange approved. Good night. Squawk VFR, frequency change approved. Cherokee two two Tango. Good night. Okay, I put the. 
Yeah, it's over here. I just saw the beacon, I think. I've got to figure out where it's at every night I come here. You're heading basically right for it. Now, 4139 Bravo, turn right heading 210, factor to the final. Power there. We got Adis here. Let's get Adis one more time. I hope this isn't too loud, so. Visual approach in use, landing runway 25 left, 25 right. 25 left and right. Terramin use caution, runway 7 right, 25 left, anti Charlie, anti bank, 3 construction grading. Watch ramp 2 closed, compass rose closed. There's the white. Hard to see. Control direction. It's right on the nose. All around the contact tower on 118. Little hill above the nose there if you look at the little above that and it'll just a bit to the right. There's the white. Airport information. There's Alpha. the green. Green Zulu. I do that you're heading for the tower. A little to the right of it, you'll be on a left base for 2-5 left. So we're going to work ourselves eventually down. We're about 10 miles out. we got to get down to 2,500 pattern altitude, and we're 10 miles out right here. And it shows 6 miles from the Phoenix VOR, so yeah, I figured 15, so that gives us about 9 miles out, and then that's about 9, 10 miles out. So we're using both here. Okay. So back to that first big lesson I uh, learned that night. Airports seem to always be hard to find, even at night. I guess I need some more practice. So we continued. Had to lose a bit of altitude, and then about six miles from Deer Valley, I made the call to them. You can hear Larry prompt me here because the frequency was very busy, and I was having a hard time getting a word in. And we were closing in on the airspace, so we needed to establish communication. Take a call. Deer Valley Tower, this is Cherokee 4122 Tango is uh, six miles southeast of the field, inbound for stop and go, and we have Alpha. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Deer Valley Tower on the left base, runway 25 left, report a three-mile left base. And just to let you know, the uh, south runway and the uh, tower will be closing in about eight minutes, and uh, the north one will remain open. I don't know, do you uh, park here at the airport, or will you be leaving the area? We will be leaving the area towards Scottsdale after this stop and go. Uh, Cherokee 22 Tango. Uh, Tango, Roger. So after a couple of more miles, I was about to report a three-mile left base, and he switched us to the north or to the right runway and cleared us to land. We were a bit high to make sure we cleared some buttes that are east of the airport, but then we needed to get down a little bit. The north runway is a bit shorter than the south one, so we wanted to make sure we were using most of the runway at the beginning and allowing for a safe stop and go. Here's the landing, which was my first night landing ever. Let's just tell them we're three miles off. Cherokee 22 Tango, can you accept a uh, stop and go on the north runway? Yes, we can. Affirmative, uh, we can do that. 22 uh, Tango. Roger, uh, let's play for the north runway. And, uh, are you uh, coming up on the 101 now? Uh, that's affirmative. 22 Tango, Roger, you're uh, number two fawn a Seminole on about a half mile final to the north runway. Runway 25 right, cleared stop and go. Then uh, fly straight out, and I'll give you a, a downwind departure shortly after that. 
Okay, 25 right, uh, cleared for the stop and go number two. We do have the traffic, Cherokee 2 2 Tango. Thank you. The rook that I got here, I don't know if there's a hill right here, right here so. 25 left. And I'm 3 Told you about the tower, okay, I'm going to go to We'll make sure we get a little lower here. There you go. Yep, we're high, so we don't want to be high. We're going to slip here. Let's go ahead. Let's see okay, where we're going traffic from. in the up one for the north runway. Just Seminole outside just that like traffic north west of the we're just Have a good night. And again, uh, right 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 nine will be open. We're amending the ASOS message now to reflect that. Okay, so I'm going to turn outside the Seminole traffic, and uh, we'll be cleared to the northwest. Okay, you're doing that. Have a good night. Those are really identified. Have a good night. That's okay. Just don't go lower. And I'd rather get it right down on the end so we can. Hey, Valley Tower, Cessna 8747, uniform, Cessna 8747, uniform, Valley Tower, West departure is approved, runway 25 left, we got a lot of wind, so you don't want to get it necessarily that slow, okay, so you're doing okay, though. Okay, just relax. We'll just, just go ahead and stop now. Nice, even breaking here. Okay, so we were ready to head out again and over towards Scottsdale, en route to Mesa's Falconfield Airport, or FFZ. Here's our departure. It was now 9 o'clock or so, which is when all of the Class Delta airports in the area closed the tower. We would just get our call in for the transition to get approved just before they left, which was probably not necessary since the airspace would change to Class Golf before we even got there. But I guess it was good practice anyway, and I need it. As you'll notice, I asked Larry about getting the ATIS before I called for that transition because I wasn't aware yet in my training that when you ask for transitions, getting ATIS usually isn't necessary, and that the pertinent information, namely the altimeter setting, would be volunteered by the controller approving the transition. That's why I had Larry with me, I guess, so I could learn this stuff and practice it. You'll also hear Scottsdale Tower close the tower and change the airspace. And they broadcast that, of course, out on the frequency for anybody listening. Alert, touch and go. Then it's blowing around. We'll just Clear, touch and go, Pan Am 92 on 25 right. Out of 79, not BY climb, and he'll turn us out here to the south and we'll head towards Scottsdale. And hopefully switch us. 47 uniform, do you have a chair? Get to your right off the north runway inside. All right, got the traffic inside for 47 uniform. Roger, if you could just offset to the uh, north a little bit, he's going to do a left down departure. I'll offset to the north a little bit. Thank you. Us. Thank you. And uh, out to the west, frequency change proved. And also, again, when you come back, taxiways 3 and 9 will be open for crossings left, for the yeah. uh, south runway being closed. And uh, you have a good night. Hey, thanks. Good night. Turkey 2-2 two, two, Tango. The chef off your uh, left and behind you. Cessna has you in sight. He's going to maneuver in behind you there, and you can do a left down departure. Left down with departure, Turkey 2-2 two, two, Tango. Thank you. Turkey 2-2 two, two, Tango. You can contact uh, Scottsdale Tower in the left turn. Have a good day. Change frequencies after the turn. Good day. Cherokee 2 2 take off. Yeah, we can go ahead and contact them now. They're closing, so as we turn here. Scottsdale stay open? Uh, I don't think so. So when you, we could, he told us in the turn you could contact the tower, but we'll wait till we're, we're going to follow the freeway there. Okay. We'll give them a call. Let's see what time is it. They might be closed too. What is ATIS for? Uh, let's just go ahead and switch right now. Once you turn east, just Say Scottsdale, call Scottsdale Tower, tell them you just departed Deer Valley, you want to transition in route to Falcon Field. We'll see if they answer us. Okay. I, I, I played with the volume here, so I hope I don't blow you out. You can go ahead. Do you want to listen to the ATIS? Uh, no, nah, let's just give them a call. Oh, that's a stiff there. wind we've got here. Yeah. We're moving sideways. Yeah, let's just... 
Yeah, we don't need to go real high. Let's just go to about 2,500 at the moment. We're going to head right towards their beacon out there. It's a little coming up on your nose here. And give them a call. Tell them we just departed uh, Deer Valley and see if they answer. If they don't, they might just say we're about to close, so transition. But All right. Just departed Deer Valley. Want to transition your airspace and route to uh, Scottsdale Tower, Cherokee 4122 Tango. Just departed Deer Valley. Would like to transition your airspace toward Falcon Field. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Scottsdale Tower approved. Altimeter 2966. Altimeter 2966, uh, approved transition, Cherokee 22 Tango. Okay, well, let's level off about, yeah, 2700 is probably good. He didn't okay. give us any altitude restrictions. Yeah, we got a heck of a win from the... Uh, yeah, it's coming this way. So, again, we'll just head right for the beacon. Or this way, I mean. Yeah, we can... And once you're at altitude, we'll pull that throttle back just a touch there when you're ready. There you go. See, it's just kind of doing things quickly. We've got a few minutes before we get to Falcon Field, so as we go over Deer Valley, we could... Uh, We'll be able to see the beacon out here for Al Falcon Field. We know it's out here to the right somewhere. And actually, if you stare out in that vicinity, if you get a little, when you get a little closer, oh, right, you I saw the it. beacon. Yeah, yep. you can already see the beacon for Falcon Field. Have the feeling Falcon Field will be closed. Yeah, this will make this whole thing a lot easier actually when they're closed. Attention, aircraft time now zero four zero zero Zulu. Scottsdale Tower is terminating class Delta services. Class Golf airspace now in effect. Wind two three zero eight. Altimeter two nine six seven. Scottsdale Tower will resume normal operations tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. local. Pilot operated lighting is available on frequency. State intentions on common traffic advisory frequency 119.9. Traffic on Alpha, outbound for runway 21 to Cessna. Traffic 6 miles west of the airport, 2,800 indicated eastbound is a Cherokee. Negative observed or known traffic in the vicinity otherwise. Good night. Okay, so it was pretty uneventful heading toward Falcon Field, but a gorgeous flight nonetheless. It was awesome to observe the large Phoenix Valley from this vantage point at night. I was really enjoying this. We listened to Falcon's ATIS just before they were closed and then proceeded. During this segment, you'll also notice that we did the same a little later with Gateway's ATIS, just to be sure they were closed. Gateway, of course, would be our last stop of the night before heading back to Chandler, which was just a few miles away from Gateway. Operation are 6 a.m. local time to 9 p.m. local okay, time. They're close to the common yep. traffic advisory frequency is 124.6. Pilot operated lighting for runway 4 right to 2 left is available on frequency 124.6. For additional information, contact Phoenix Approach Control on 119.2. Okay, so all we got to do when we go to Falcon is we'll just make an announcement. We we'll use our GPS, we'll tell them we're so many miles to the northwest, planning on a stop and go runway. Uh, again, what were the winds? Well, I forgot what the winds were. At, uh, well, we'll tell them we're landing. Yeah, we're going to tell them we're going to land on two two. It's, it's coming out of the yeah. south, so we'll, we'll do. Uh, it's coming out of the west. Out of the west. Yeah. yeah, we're well, we're flying this way, so yeah, it's coming somewhere from this direction. Right. Correct. I just know when I turned uh, when I turned cross southwest, wind. maybe we could say yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could feel it when you're turning cross. Oh yeah, it was blowing us back toward the airport. Really pretty out here at night, though. I yeah, love it. it is. And yeah, let's see. All right, make an announcement. Yeah, are we over the top? I didn't know. Uh, we're yeah, just telling me we're over the top of the field, southeast bound, headed towards Falcon Field. Scottsdale traffic, Turkey two two Tango is uh, overflying the field at twenty eight hundred feet, transitioning toward Falcon uh, Scottsdale. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I see a beacon a little to the right of the nose, so I kind of bear to the left here, just kind of like you're doing. 
Yeah, just kind of keep it on the same heading, and then, yeah, then we'll kind of angle yeah. it towards there. And, we, and we'll use this. We're 13 out from, Fal from uh, Falcon Field. So, you know, we get seven out to the northwest. We'll tell them we're going to do a... Uh, again, I don't know which runways are in use. We'll tell them we're doing a right base, or we could do a right downwind for two 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 right or two two left. I don't know what's lit up there. We're going to have to take a look. If they're both lit up, we'll just. Uh, I don't hear anybody talk. We'll have to push over to their frequency in a moment here, which is let me get that 124.6. I think let's put 124.6 on here. And while we're doing this, okay, we got Scottsdale. I mean, we can, we can, we'll probably go ahead and switch to Falcon Tower. Let's go ahead and do that. That's 124.6. Traffic diameter 06, left base 22 left, so we could say uh, right base for 22 right. Uh, let's get ATIS for 133.5 for Gateway right now. We'll see how their status is. I think they're closed too. And I'm going to go ahead and push two, three thousand nine hundred gateway towers, hours of operation are zero six zero zero local through two one zero zero local time daily. Yeah, the closed closed. advisory frequency is one two zero point six. For additional information, contact Phoenix Approach Control on one two zero point six. Okay, we're on uh, Falcon's uh, Comet Traffic Advisory Frequency, and on COM2 we've got uh, Gateway's Traffic Advisory Frequency. We could come out a little bit to the right as we get closer and enter a right downwind, or we could just tell them we're on a right base for a runway 2-2 right. I don't know. I did not helicopter Falcon 5 is about 7 miles southwest, 1,900 feet. Inbound for landing southeast. Uh, I lost the field, actually. A little to the right. It should be watch a little to the right. Watch the beacon yeah. out there. Just a little to the right of the nose. Yep, I just saw the little flash. Just a little to the right of the nose. Not a big flash. A little white flash. Little little green flash. Little white flash. Little green flash. Green is really hard to see. It's almost off just right to right on the right edge of your nose there, just where the light's starting a little bit above it. Okay. And we're eight miles northwest. If we get a mile closer, we'll tell them we're eight to the northwest, planning on a uh, right base for runway 22 right. We'll see if that works, see if anybody yells at us. Do you see the beacon yet? Or? Nope, you lost it. I, uh, I had it earlier, miles. but uh, let's push direct. Enter, enter. Heading of 132 degrees. We haven't checked our DG here lately. It's saying about 135 degrees right there now, so it's precessed quite a bit. That's 120, 135. There you go. We're right in there. So we're heading right to the airport. You'll see the beacon as you get closer here again, and anytime you want. We're at seven and a half out, so. Okay. And we're, we want to do a right base for two two right. Yeah, we'll we'll tell them we'll be on. We're going to be we're going to do a right base for two two right. Okay. If they yell at us, we'll enter, we'll do the full pattern. Okay. Here. Falcon traffic, Cherokee 22 Tango is inbound for a right base for 22 right. We are seven miles to the northwest. Uh, Falcon traffic. There you go. Beacon's right off your nose. I'll show you with the white. There's the white flash. There's the oh, I see it. Yep. So we'll stay a little to the left of that, assuming that. Falcon traffic, helicopter Falcon 5 is now about three miles south, 1,900 feet. 
Okay, so we're well on our way to Falcon Field, but what we didn't know at the time was that Falcon closes 2-2 right when the tower closes. So someone else in the pattern would end up letting us know, so I switched to 2-2 left. Someone was departing in front of us, and as I noted in an earlier episode, sometimes it can be difficult to understand some of our international students in the area. I'll play that call, and I obviously didn't understand what they said, so I asked Larry. Somehow he caught that they were taking the active runway, and... Then you can hear me kind of rhetorically repeat that, since I had no idea what was said, and it did not sound like taking the active runway to me. Of course, listening on the recording a couple of times, I could hear it as well, but it didn't sound like that to me at the time. So I'm pretty impressed that Larry picked it up. Kind of funny, though. Yeah, you know, last time I came in here, they didn't have Taking the active. Taking the active? So we made our approach for Falcon Field, so I'll play my second night landing starting from short final, as well as the next takeoff. Again, you're at 65, so let's just keep it right at 65. Don't get too slow. And uh, got the runway made. Now you see the lights. Ease that power off and just look out to the distance just like you would. And now what we're going to do, so let's go ahead and stop, but I'm going to get a little bit of throttle in there. It's just enough to kind of contrary to what we're doing here. We're right. just going to have to... Do I make to, an announcement? Yeah. If you'd like to tell them you're departing okay. to the south first gateway. Falcon traffic, Cherokee 22 Tango is uh, on the go on 22 left and we'll be departing to the south. Uh, Falcon traffic. Falcon traffic, 22 left. All right. Well, there's more to come on this flight, but as I said, I'll finish it up in the next episode. For now, we're headed down toward Phoenix Mesa Gateway Airport, or India Whiskey Alpha, where we'll do some more practice landings at night on those giant runways and then head home to Chandler. Until then, thanks for listening. I can't wait to finish up all of my training for all of you out there. I've got some good post-license flying to talk about as well, so I can't wait to get, get all caught up. If you need to get a hold of me, you can do so as usual at bill at studentpilotcast.com or you can simply log on to the website at www.studentpilotcast.com and hit the contact link in the upper right-hand corner or even leave a comment on a specific episode if you want to talk to me about that episode. So adios for now from the Southwest. Get out there and fly. Music for today's audio cast is the song To Be an Angel from the great Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the Student Pilot audio cast and video cast using iTunes, Zune, or any other podcatcher at www.studentpilotcast.com. Remember, any instruction that you hear in this podcast 
was meant for me and me alone in the situation that we happened to be in at the time. Please do not try to apply anything you see or hear in this episode or any other episode to your own flying. If you have questions about any portion of your flying, please consult your own CFI.